Hello everyone and welcome to Doctor Who Debrief. We are on episode 9, as is the series Doctor Who, and this week's episode was called Flatline. It was about flat people and a train line. Brilliant name for the episode. <laughs> Summed it up brilliantly. Uh, today we're joined by Ben. Hello. It's a casual <laughs> nod from Ben. This nice. Uh, and a little less interesting, we're joined by Chris. Hello. Please. I'll be gone soon. He's here every week. Every Hello. week. Can't get rid of me. Kind of all over it, aren't we? I'm like an annoying phone call from Danny Pinkman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What? We're already off to a great start. That's literally the geekiest. Ugh. Uh, I, I like, like the, I like the flexing as well. Yeah, to fill the, to fill the yeah. time. We're just, we're just getting into it. <laughs> That's what people do when they're waiting for a laugh. Yeah, yeah, they're Don't, gonna giggle at that one. Danny Pinkman gag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the episode. Yeah, let's talk about that instead of stupid gags. Yeah, Ben. Uh well, I'll start by saying I, I quite li- I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, Good. I thought I really liked. You it. You sound surprised. No, 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 I'm surprised. I just I don't know why when you said you know. Coming into debrief, I thought, oh, automatically I'll have to be really heavy-handed and hate everything. But I didn't. I liked it. I liked the fact that the, mm. they were they were quite scary. I thought they looked, you know, they sort of had that zombie feel about them. In fact, the whole thing felt quite dark and zombie-ish. I don't know. It's just it was interesting and good. I liked it. And I also enjoyed, you know, the little moments of comedy, like the TARDIS growing a doctor hand and oh, walking over it, <laughs> like a hermit crab. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did like it. I liked, I liked the premise. It was nice that I didn't quite catch it actually. I thought, it, did he name them at the end? Yeah, yeah which was quite a built-up moment, and then the no vo- one the really Vulpix heard it. or something. The yeah. what? Something with a V, like Vulpix or Vulpix. I didn't quite hear it. Pokemon, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I call you the Nine Tails. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that was it. I'll Google it later. Yeah, he literally uh, did the. Wild Vulpix appeared and then just banished it. Yeah. Mm. She went, flee. Chris, your overview. Yeah. I love, I thought it was a really, really cool concept, actually. We've not, sometimes you watch Doctor Who and it's like, okay, this is good, but we've kind of seen like pretty similar before. Yeah. But that was just really. Like re- stuff standing still a lot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whereas that was really original, <laughs> like a, a being that exists in, you know, in a 2D universe was Really cool. I just say really scary. It did feel a lot of zombies, especially in the in the tunnel at the end yeah. when they were kind of shuffling down. Um, yeah, and I loved the the switch between Doctor and Clara and her. This was a real like standout episode for her. Her, I think, Definitely. as an actress, she was just nailed it. And the stuff when she was walking around, we were like, oh, what would the Doctor say? And being kind of sarky and yeah, no, really, really liked it. I thought it was a you know we've been blessed with a couple of good ones in a row. I think. Yeah, I quite like that uh, everyone's kind of surprised that it's good uh, <laughs> because it kind of reflects the, the series so far. Well, it had the potential mm, to be that's really true. not very... like a, With that concept, it could have been really good. It could have been bad. I saw the, the um, trailer first and uh, like the midweek trailer, the slightly extended trailer, and it was the bit where Clara finds the TARDIS is that big mm. and sort of picks it up and Doctor's poking his head through. And I, I was kind of watching the trailer going... What? Yeah, Does I was, I was a bit nervous from the trailer that yeah. it was all about drawings coming to life again. Yes. Do you remember that terrible yeah, one? The the one. Yeah, yeah, oh god. <laughs> oh god, and that child's drawings were just coming to life. And wasn't like, great, was it? No, but this was this was sort of more intelligent, more interesting. Yes, that's much, it. Much, much more jeopardy, much, much more things at stake. 
and you just you just cared. Yeah. Whereas in that the Olympics one, you were just a bit like, uh, you know, it's not very often you can say I didn't care about the Olympics one or stuff. True, Anything yeah. with the Olympics in, you're supposed to love and care about. Yeah. But that really was just ruined just, the concept. Yeah. I think they've got the balance right that they struggled with uh, in some of the episodes this series, in that it will both capture a, a child audience. Mm. And a sort of older audience. I mean, here we are all in our 20s saying, oh, wasn't Doctor Who good this week? Where, And I also think that kids will be watching it going, oh my gosh, this is really scary. Like, yeah. it's almost, um, it's it's kind of uh, Weeping Angel level scary in that next time you walk past graffiti, you'll be like, could it be? Well, not some of the graffiti you see, probably not. Yeah, well, graffiti. some of the more phallic graffitis. <laughs> yeah, I hope that doesn't not. come chasing me down a, down a tunnel anytime soon. <laughs> Uh, tunnel, so to speak, um, but no, yeah, I think they've they've got that balance really spot on mm. because some of the episodes have been a bit off. In the you know the Robin Hood episode was clearly aimed at kids, and some of the adults were a bit like, um, and maybe the thing under the blanket one maybe will appeal more to adults. Um, so I don't know. I think the balance has been a bit off in some episodes, but I think this is spot on. Yeah, like it really captured us, and I can really imagine uh, like kids watching it going. Oh, that was really good and it wasn't as well it wasn't let down by the the setting or the kind of supporting cast because i thought the the social not social workers um community community workers community workers were just like, i love the the range between like you know was it big z the uh yeah the younger one and then the kind of the old surly ones and that was you know they weren't integral but it was really nice to have kind of fleshed out side characters and a, a nice setting like it's nice to see present day stuff that isn't like London again you know like it's nice to have a different UK city um, shout out to Bristol shout out to Bristol which was yeah like, and I bet if you lived in Bristol you'd watch that and be like oh I've you know okay not for all of it but you might be like oh I've been there or I recognise that spot you know I broke so, into that tunnel <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I got absorbed into that wall once um, <laughs> yeah I, I, I thought it was great actually it was a real really good episode anything nice. to add? Uh, just uh, yeah, I guess the just going back to the Jeopardy thing, the Doctor kind of being absent, disarmed, innate, and so what am I thinking of? Non innate, not enabled. You know. Yeah, was he wasn't another running feature the from the one that we had before, except last time he just disappeared. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting a, that a better the, excuse, the, isn't it? You talk about fleshing out the other characters, yeah. and it's quite notable. The Doctor is noticeable by his absence. Yeah, definitely. And that's how that's how it happens. So it's another way, an interesting way of telling the narrative. And it doesn't always have to involve the Doctor, Doctor which seems like mm. a sort of you know, it's it's a new it's a kind of newish concept, isn't it? They don't really play with it a lot. Mm. A lot of the time, um, the 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 other characters are pushed aside and the Doctor takes the lead. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of a a, a different con- concept that the doctor is pushed aside and and a companion takes the lead. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, dead pleased with the episode. Mm. Dead pleased. Highlights. Um, as in like a, a standout moment. Yeah. Perhaps I actually think that the reveal of uh, Rob, you missed this bit because you were getting pizza. But when you see the, the nervous system splayed against the wall, you didn't really know what was happening. But then as soon as you saw that nervous system splayed out, it was like, oh, actually these are quite quite sinister I guess and it made you realise they're sinister and scary and incredibly dangerous it also made you get the premise mm. straight Super away quick. yeah which was handy because 
it is kind of an odd and complex premise. It's not as simple as no. stuff standing still and reanimating. Um, although there was a bit of standing still, wasn't there, with the drawings. They were like, look at all these people, and then they do reanimate a bit later on. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of stop motion, apparently. Must but have been a lot of effort, logistically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well done. <laughs> well done, job, guys. guys. If you were involved in the production, <laughs> good job. Ben, what was your highlight? Uh, for, yeah, like I said at the beginning, I think it was the, the, the monsters coming out of the ground. I thought that was particularly scary mm. and something I didn't anticipate from a Doctor Who, really. That you I would actually, be genuinely scared? Yeah. I mean, I guess the mummy was quite scary. But that was more sort of on the face scary, wasn't it? Just kind of yeah, face Yeah, value. it was slightly skeletal. And Whereas this is like a where, concept. Yeah, this was... They looked they looked really fearsome and otherworldly. And yeah. That yeah. unknown is always quite terrifying. And it was all in the dark. And they could leap out from anywhere. Because they were, mm. you know... Do you two-dimensional think... being? Yeah, it was. That was that was so their their reveal when they started coming out of the earth yeah. and they'd gone three D. That was that was it for me. You were like, oh god, they can actually get me now. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I might not sleep tonight. Because you wouldn't. The thing is, like, they were so scary, you couldn't see them as a toy. I always think like yeah, Daleks, quite scary, <laughs> but you can get them in like six-inch plastic. Whereas something like that was just nuts. You can't <laughs> you can't imagine it as a kind of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a toy it was sort of or flickering a sort of like a like a yeah. black and white movie as yeah. well, which is it could only exist like a in sort that of hammer space. horror type. Yeah, I, exactly. I reckon I reckon they will try and sell off a piece of paper with a man drawn <laughs> on it. They will package that up and try and sell it. Trust me, it will happen. Um, do you think a iconic Doctor Who monster has been created? Do you think we've got the next Cyberman, Zygon, Dalek? Uh, I think we need to know their names first before. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone missed it. <laughs> Whoever makes the sound. Clear. That wasn't quite clear, was it? Not quite. Uh, the Vulpix, as we're calling them. Mm. Um, do you reckon we'll see them again, or is it a kind of one-off? And I don't know what else I can say with them, really. I reckon That's they'll bring them back in some new. They'll bring a new twist. The fact that they attacked the TARDIS was quite a. Mm. personal yeah. thing for Doctor Who because it's normally invincible isn't it Nothing could it's normally nothing. oh well the TARDIS is over there we'll get to the end of this maze and it'll be it'll be, yeah. be fine at the end but this time yeah it was the very the very fabric of the Doctor's existence is on the line you know mm. and the TARDIS is part of that and the TARDIS was attacked before the Doctor was in a sense I guess yeah he didn't start feeling the pinch until much further on the episode so uh, yeah, I think they might do, just based on the way they presented them as could very, very strong. Could be back. Placey bets nail. Or they could, they'll be back. They could be used by like an overarching enemy as a kind of... Puppet. Like a threat. Yeah, like a puppet threat type thing. What was your mm. highlight moment, Rob? I don't know if you've given yours. Um, I think my highlight moment was when the Doctor gave Clara the psychic paper and the screwdriver, just as a sort of iconic... Mm. Uh, j- just for the meaning of it. Very symbolic. Do you know what I mean? It? Like, he doesn't just hand out his screwdriver and his... It was effectively, like, it, handing over his status. I just remembered. Didn't didn't the old guy get given the psychic paper to read and just went, it's yeah. blank? I and then we never heard anything more yeah. on his ability to... Because he doesn't have any creativity, wasn't it? I thought he was going to be in league with the 2D people the whole yes, way through. I, <laughs> I was waiting for the reveal of him to twist. be like, come to me, or something like that. Because he was particularly nasty. You mm. just thought, 
oh, I've seen this before. No. He's the baddie. Yeah. It's a bit Scooby-Doo, isn't it? A little bit. Um, but that's the second time I've said it this, in, in the mm. series, I think. More what? Scooby-Doo, please. It's, it's a bit Scooby-Doo, this episode. I think I said it about last week's. Uh, did I? I can't remember. Yeah, you did. I said it at some point. But no, that was the highlight for me. I, I think Clara really held her own. Mm. Um, even, even though a lot of the time I said Clara just stands behind Strax for the whole episode, <laughs> is how I've described her before. But uh, this episode re- really did uh, quite the opposite and became the Doctor. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a nice uh, contrast to last week when it was meant to be her last week and she was like, okay, I'm leaving. And then she's like, oh, I'm the Doctor. Mm. Uh, and she pulled it off. Which, no, I, I thought, um, good, yeah, Clara. And, and made all the more complex by the final exchange between the two. Yeah. Where he goes, well, nothing about what you did was good. Yeah, I, yeah. that's so clever, the use of the word good. Um, but no. Should we do low lights? Low lights. Quick? Um, ben, I don't know if you want to go first. Um, give me a moment. First, I mean, I'm sure there is something I... First time in a series you're struggling for a low light. <laughs> Can I, I think... The Doctor being trapped in the TARDIS, suffocating... Well, not suffocating, but, like, life support failing. Didn't really get that, because, like, isn't the TARDIS infinitely big? So he's not going to run out of oxygen. And, like... He put it know, in that... What was it? Like, siege mode. Siege mode. Oh, from a... You know, it's not a very good siege if you are if you can only last, like, an hour. <laughs> like, the castles could last days, and he was, like, struggling. <laughs> I assume like the principle was he's really so weak and vulnerable yeah. that... You know, he's got this impenetrable box and that's it. Yeah, that's me being very, very petty. From a geek's point of view, like, the TARDIS taking on a new form Mm. was like, oh, God, this is amazing. (laughs) Like, from a proper nerdy point of view, like, Siege Mode, we've not seen this. The TARDIS looks (laughs) different. (laughs) And she picks up the box and is like, what's that? I think it's the TARDIS. And you're like, no. TARDIS in a new form. (laughs) Had the Gallifrey writing on it and... I think that'll, that'll come back, I reckon. Getting a bit flustered over the Siege Mode TARDIS. They, oh, they better bring out an action figure about. It, it started off, didn't it? Quite, it started off quite ridiculous. Like yeah. climbing out, climbing out of a slightly smaller TARDIS. Yeah, yeah it was like Alice in Wonderland. And then him <laughs> looking through and then, you know, doing the odd hand motion and then she says, that's don't do wrong. that, that's weird. It's just wrong. Yeah, that's just wrong. Mm. And you were like, oh, hang on. <laughs> It's got a bit 1970s sitcom all of a sudden, but, but yeah, that. then it then it, it and it then it shrank even more, and you're like, it's a bit, it's like a toy, and but then it 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 kind of justified that are later you, on, mm. which was there? interesting. Are you are you in there? I'm trying to think of. <laughs> are you in there? Meanwhile, Peter Capaldi's just seen Rob's giant thumb come inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in siege mode. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> um, low lights. Um, I've done mine. Siege mode. Yeah. Siege mode was on mode. Him, him, him almost dying in siege in, mode. Yeah. yeah, not not actual siege mode. That was obviously incredible. You sort of you must sort of imagine siege mode like he'd be in a he'd be in a bunker with a plentiful supply of food <laughs> yeah. with cans of corned beef. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know loads of box sets of Doctor Who. Yeah, just like this will pass out the time until siege mode can be can be turned over. Uh, I'll go on my no light then if you're go not on, no, ready. On, yeah. um, what was my no light? I forgot. The ending, like dispersing the monsters with the sonic screwdriver and the weird shield around the TARDIS, yeah. kind of wasn't explained. Where has that come from, please? Oh. Like, why Why can it do that? How did that happen? But I guess wasn't it symbolic of the fact that 
if Doctor Who put, if Doctor puts his mind to it, he can be incredibly powerful and just like merciless. Yeah, but symbolic doesn't transfer. Into yeah, real but life. the, the expa- mm. explanation would have just been like some boring science mumbo jumbo that made no sense. No, anymore. I think they needed a more sort of final ending. I I would have proper cheesy. I would have liked it if he just set them on fire. And been like, oh, you're a drawing, you're on fire, what are you going to do? Uh, but instead he was just like, oh, I know what I'll do. Just, now they're dead. Mm. Just the answer to everything, pointless on its screwdriver at it. I thought that was a bit weak compared to the rest of the episode. Did he kill them or did he just send them back? Well, send, send them back, but it's not really, like, I don't know why the TARDIS had a shield, which it never normally has. It has like an atmosphere thing, normally, doesn't it? Um, and I also don't know how he sent them to another dimension mm. using the screwdriver, which isn't canon. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just getting really long... nerdy now. Yeah, to take it, to, to try and scale down the nerdiness, if I may. I think you've got something, though, in the ending. But I think, and we touched on it earlier, it was the moment where he did that and named them as he did mm. that. I thought that was a slightly odd approach. To just decide to, to name it. Mm. And he didn't really... There was no sort of communication yeah. from them. It seems odd that he'd want to name them and send them away in one go. And we didn't quite yeah. hear what what, what he were, named them. Which yeah. is quite bad when I just, you think about it. And now, like you said, we're all in our 20s. We should <laughs> be able to pick yeah. it up. But we really, none of us did. We all sort of went, then what? What was and then that? There was a bang, and then what it was over. What? Yeah, and like, I think that was the weak point because it wasn't. I didn't, I wasn't too worried about the sci fi ness of him blasting Sorry. them away. Yeah. No, just it wasn't something that, <laughs> wasn't something that bothered me particularly. But, yeah. But the fact that I didn't. I didn't get what he said and I didn't know why he said it. That's mine. Yeah. But it, I guess it's kind of cool that in the same stroke he can name an entire species and then banish them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he's just re-establishing kind of... how alpha he is. Yeah. Yes. It does do that. But I was a bit like... Yeah, but I know what you mean. It feels a bit of... funky think, is yeah. the word I'd use. I, I, I quite liked the moment which you thought was the weakest. Really? Because he spent the whole time trapped in his own prison, essentially... I was shown as kind of weak and vulnerable and dying. And then he was like, oh, actually, I'm going to kill you and name you. Bye. And it was like mm. a nice contrast. Mm. But no, I can, I can see where you're coming from. I can absolutely yeah. see where but you're coming from. But at the same time, you didn't hear what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so the speech delivered before that was really good. Like, I am this, I am that, yeah. I will protect this, I will. And then... Yeah. And then I name you the... And then I name you the... I name you the... <laughs> yeah. I name you the noise, flash, gone. No. True. Oh. Yeah. It, it was pretty weak. What? Um, but no, we, we... I'd have liked it if they'd answered back. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> What'd you call us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to say that to my face, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was morphing to someone else. <laughs> so yeah, like that. How's that do for your name? But no, we we struggled to find yeah, a low like, which really says something. Great so. Episode. Great episode. I felt the Doctor was very much the Doctor mm. more than he has been in any other episode. I felt more... He looked comfortable as an actor as well. I yeah. Think he felt... Which he has a That been. sort of... He's clearly a, a guy who deals with uh, gravitas and big yeah. stuff really well. Uh, and he's quite a powerful actor to watch on screen. He really had to go there for this. Yeah. Because really he was a real... There was a real lot at stake. Great effort. Mm. Is why sorry. I don't know where I was going with Great that. Great effort, gold star. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Is it? Is it your my fa- like best one so far, or would you? 
I think it's on par with the train one last week. Okay. Both yeah. by the same writer as well. Worth noting. Yeah. More, more from Jamie Matheson. 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 Jamie Matheson. More from him next series, please. Yes, please. Note that, Moffat. Um, do we want to do Hulagy? Hulagy. Hulagy, yeah. So Hulagy is something we do every week, which is like a eulogy off of funerals, but it's Doctor Who themed. So we celebrate someone who died in the episode. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, a, a person. It, it can be a, a concept or anything. Like we've had the character of the Doctor before as our right. death. I think that was in the Robin Hood one, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> I think that was my eulogy. Yeah. Uh, so we pick one each. Chris, do you want to go first? Give friends some time to I'm, get used to the brilliant feature <laughs> that we finish on. I want to. I want to shout out to the 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 uh, female police officer who got absorbed into the floor. Uh, oh, she was nice. Yeah, she was nice. She did her she job. She was nice. She was obviously very. She was very trusting. She knew they were from MI five, and she was on the phone, and she tried her hardest, and obviously wasn't meant to be. But um, I thought that was that's who my hundred goes out to. Although I, I don't know her name, which is kind of bad. But not so good for a hoolagee. Yeah, but. Um, you know, I guess yeah, it'll, it'll go <laughs> to it'll go to an angel grave. Exactly. Have you got a hula Um Anyone you want to give you respects to this week? Um, well, I like we haven't said anything really about the guy in the opening. I thought it was quite, mm. it was quite, quite good. It's a sort of classic, classic Doctor game. Who beginning. Yeah, almost out of those old sort of the old Hitchcock apps. films with the with the phone just left. Hanging, hanging with the emergency services on the other end. Have you um, got help? And yeah, and I love the person on the other seeing end. His, seeing his screaming face in you know anguish on the on the so floor. So was, and then and then you hear the the whir come in. Is that your hoolagy? Well, yeah. Why not? The guy at the start. The guy at the start, because it's always it's always difficult to start an episode right in the middle of something yeah when you've got a really really long series yeah and sometimes you can just sort of go i think there was one with tenant where he just was it the one where he we did the titanic in space and it literally began with him taking off his glasses looking out the window going what (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) and it's not always good to find it's not always easy to find a good beginning so the guy at the beginning for my hoolagy because uh he fell in a brilliantly fun and interesting way an exciting way I'll be go. I'll be the only one to do a silly hoolagy this week though right. to bring the tone down okay. my hoolagy this week goes out to Clara's favourite headband the uh, <laughs> okay. rest in peace you were a great loss to us all uh, Clara's hair will never be the same again although you drove the train brilliantly you did your job uh, so that's it grand that's it so thank you very much for watching Dot 2 Debrief we'll be back uh, next week, we've got three episodes left. Yeah. This is episode nine. So mm. 10, 11, oh and 12. Oh, God. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies. Remember, you can watch us on YouTube by searching for Doctor Who Debrief, or you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud by searching for Doctor Who Debrief over there. Take your pick. We're everywhere. We're like a, a phone call from Danny Pinkman. <laughs> I'm just going to do some stretches. Yeah, that's really brilliant. Okay, let's <sighs> uh, end the episode there. Ben, thank you very much for being our companion. It's been good fun for this week. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week. So, bye-bye for now.